Alright. Um <clears throat> Good evening, good morning, good night. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, saints and ain'ts. Um, you're now listening to More Than the Masters Podcast with your host, of course, yours truly, Maine. And uh a boy longer friend, my man Teddy. Speak to him. Preach, preach. Told myself time and time again, this time I'm gonna win. Speaking into existence. For another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. Mm. Back up, baby. Takes a fool to lose twice. Start all over again. What you gonna do? Think I better let it go. Mm. Kinda smooth. Looks like another love TKO. Talk to him, Ted. I think I better let it go. What you think about it, girl? Mm. Looks like another oh, yeah. TKO. Mm-hmm. But really, though, um, Mortar Masters Podcast, I'm your host, Maine, of course. Y'all probably wondering um, why I didn't post a podcast last week. But actually, you know, I was just kind of busy, to be honest. But it was dope to see um, everybody, you know... Uh, looking forward to the podcast that monday so that uh meant a lot and then you're probably wondering well damn another monday went by we had the podcast but um the reason for that really was just i recorded something else that sunday and i'll record for fire and ice podcast and um i i know what i was gonna do throughout the day i wasn't sure what the schedule was gonna be like i got some things going on right now so i had to take care of that or try to take care of that and um i just didn't really get around to it because i was trying to leave it a gap or space open for, for something else and I just couldn't get around to it so I told myself I'd do it today because I got uh, like four or five text messages and people on Facebook hit me up about the podcast so you know oh, you want to say some more? Go ahead bring that back in I ain't never going to stop no soul from being soulful mm. hey rest in peace to Teddy P Definitely. Huh. We need some more soul like this. Try to take control of the love. Um But yeah, so that's pretty much what it was. I'm just something I wanna talk about and you know get into it podcast wise. Um So I'll turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, alright. Shout out to Teddy P man. I'm love TKO. So yeah, how have y'all been though? Um I've been okay, but how how have my listeners been? Um, for anybody that's sending me uh, responses, you can actually answer that question too. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's something you can answer as well. Before we get started, I have to um, got some congratulations in order. I want to congratulate uh, North Augusta girls basketball champion, girls basketball team. They won the uh, state championship second year in a row. I'm not really sure if they had an undefeated year this season. I, I didn't keep up with it, but nonetheless, uh, state championship is a state championship. So definitely congratulations to them. Um, Another big accomplishment, uh, Laney and Josie girls, the girls and the, the girls from Laney and a girl from Josie both made it to the state championship and they're going to play each other. So basically that means um, either way, the, the state championship for the girls basketball for that class is coming back to Augusta. So that's dope to hear. And then it's dope that it's the rival. Laney and Josie is obviously the, the rival of all rivals um, in Augusta. So, um... That's dope because that don't happen very. I don't think that ever happened ever. I don't know. I don't know that my history on it, but 
I know it happen often. If it, if it did happen before, probably once or twice, if that. Um, Glen Hill boys didn't make it this year, but they made it to the Final Four. Just the Laney boys made it to the Final Four. If they both were the one, they would have played each other. But um, both teams lost, but they both have phenomenal seasons. So shout out to them. And shout out to everybody that made it. I think Aquinas is in it, too. That's a private school. Though. I don't really rock with private schools like that. But, you know, for the sake of them just being um, – a school that's based in Augusta, you know, I want them to win, of course. So shout out to those schools that made it. And for the schools that didn't, um, you know, hats off to y'all for a phenomenal season. Um, and, you know, just, just push and, you know, get better and learn from your mistakes and, and, and do better next year. Um, I think that's all the congratulations I had in order. I don't got nothing on paper. Okay, I do want to um, read, you know, a comment from the last podcast. Now, shout out to everybody that listened to the last podcast. I know it was very, very, very... Um, long it was actually two hours on a dot or maybe 159 i'm not sure either way you know it was a lot and um i think it was anybody listened to it, the whole thing was dope um i did get some feedback on that i'm going to read in just a second but um shout out to Arthur for coming through um you know i just scooped them and we, we, we you know we, we vibed for a minute then we did the podcast Hold on, let me get my pepsi real quick i guess um. All right, um, yeah, so, ah, shit was good. We vibed, and, um, this was something he's trying to do, and he just, he, he wants to, you know, not saying he want, I don't know if he want to be in radio, per se, but I know he wants to do something with, um, with radio, and this is probably the closest thing to come to it, and, you know, just being, that we, uh, work at the same place, and, you know, I can be more hands-on as far as showing him what I know, um, I wanted to do that, and so, just shout out to everybody listening to the podcast, man. It was to me, it was dope. I, I like the I like that kind of vibe to have when I'm doing my podcast. To be honest with you, I didn't even notice the time was going by that much because it was an hour before we got into the actual podcast of things we had to discuss, and it was things we even left out that we didn't discuss. Um, so definitely shout out to him for coming through and and um, giving me some dope content to put out, and then it's like a it was like a a, a win win because I got to get put that out and he got to get the experience and see what's what was what and what's needed. And I showed him, you know, a little bit of my 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 um equipment and what have you. So shout out to Arthur. But uh, let's get into these comments real quick. Um, uh, I'm at work, but I was dying laughing at all the Arthur jokes. LOL. <laughs> I agree. There was a definitely a different culture of personality from up north compared to the south. I think respect is more prevalent. Just for the simple fact that you're more likely to be dealing with someone that you won't think twice about shooting your ass for disrespectful up north than down south. That's just my personal opinion. I like how Arthur flipped the interview around on you. Was this his show? Ha 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 ha. Nah, but that's good though. Because maybe not all your listeners know about the background of Modern Masters. He asked really good questions. Uh, in quotation marks it says... <laughs> Do you have rattlesnakes when you come in from school? That's actually a real question. I'm going to start right there. That's actually a real question I got asked. You know what I'm saying? They've been making jokes on the phone one day. I didn't really understand it. I was like, I guess like, they never been out of New York. And I had to really understand later on in life that, you know, some people I know from New York never left. So they don't know anything about nothing but Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Um. Uh, This was a really long podcast, but... I enjoyed every part of it. I'm not sure why, but I guess there was a lot of weight to the conversation and a lot of history shared. It was really transparent. I like that. I think people could relate and connect with y'all. Good vibing. Okay. Um it has some more. I just can't I can't find it. I hate I hate when I 
mess up like that. Um, okay, and I like the genuine comedy that came along with the po- with the topics too. I think both styles that you do in the podcast, though, the interview style and the one by yourself. But I'm glad that moment was able to lift you and turn the bad day into a better one. Yes, so shout out to everybody that listened to it and, um, you know, sent the feedback. That was dope. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to narrow the comments down, like, for what I read. So I want to read, like, the best ones. So in respect, I had somebody hit me up and it was like, I see you notice reading comments, but you never mention mine or whatever. And don't get me wrong, but it just in, in the in the SoundCloud box, every time I see it, it just says good podcast. I don't know if you want me to say your name and then say good podcast. I mean, I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I I'm, I'm, I appreciate the time anybody takes to just send a message and say I they liked it or to give me feedback on whatever. So if that's the case, just let me know. I I don't mind doing that. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel away, you know, apologize and you know we can move forward from there. But um, definitely shout out to everybody that's supporting the podcast and. Um, when they see me out, you know, say I had somebody at work the other day just hit me up and say, hey, I mean, not hit me up, but I was walking in work and it was like, hey, you do the more the master thing. Like that, I don't know, it always feel weird to me because when I'm at work, I'm in work mode. I'm not really in the ma- more the master's mode, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's always just funny to, to when somebody stop me and say, are you from this, whatever. So that's dope. And then it don't happen often, so obviously when it does happen, I'm still shocked. But in other news, um, the 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 Oscars, the Oscars came out the other day. Um, I seen, I didn't watch all of it because I don't watch it, but I did watch some of it. Um, I see Jordan Peele won an award for Get Out, so I was happy for that. Uh, I know people said they didn't like Get Out, or some people said they didn't. I don't know. Whenever we get a black film or a film that we posted, you know, hype about, uh, sometimes people do find little things they just didn't like about it. I don't know. It was a good film to me. Was it scary? No. The idea behind it is scary. I, I'm always I'm always uh, stuck between when it comes to movies like that because some horror, horror films aren't really scary. But if you think about the idea, the concept of the movie, it's kind of scary. So if I'm basing it off that, then Get Out is pretty damn scary. You know what I'm saying? Especially for somebody that's black and, and, and got a, a nice physique or a nice body type or you know something like that. Um, Cause that whole message was uh, scary as hell, in my opinion. Maybe not to y'all, I don't know. But I thought the movie was more so. It was not funny. It had funny parts, but I liked it. And I watched it like four or five times by now, maybe six times. I got the DVD. Matter of fact, I might, get, I might get the DVD away. I might do a little award. I mean, not award, some kind of like little t- uh, contest on here. Give my Get Out DVD away because um, I don't need it. I mean, it's only on demand. I gotta, I gotta record it on there. So I got it, and it's still in the DVD case and everything. I just bought it one day for no reason. Um, but yeah, the Grammy, the Grammy was cool, whatever the case may be. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to make sure I don't get into these topics a little too soon. But you know, fuck it, we can get into one right now. I want to start with this one because I want to get in this one later on. Cause I might joke and I want to get this one out the way with no jokes really. Um, I think I spoke on this podcast before about a, a rapper named NBA YoungBoy, or um, I think YoungBoy never going broke again. Ever the NBA stand for never broke again, I guess. Um, but he was a, he's a rapper, obviously, I'm um, the backstory. He's a rapper, he got discovered somehow, some way, like a little video just started popping you know, out of nowhere, and he caught, caught the eye of a lot of people. Um, as soon as he got really popping, popping, I think he went to jail for like a, some shootouts, some string of shootouts. I think he pled guilty to those, and got like a lesser charge, you know how the court system go, which we'll talk about later on, matter of fact. Right, matter of fact, that's a good segue to talking to that, but we'll talk about that later on, about the whole court and just the system of giving these deals to people uh, and they getting off on these crazy seriously charges you know what I'm saying but anyway nonetheless he um 
he's a rapper, you know what I'm saying? So he had that happen. Then he came out of jail after doing, you know, he did like almost like a year or something like that. Pretty guilty, you know what I'm saying? Because now he has money, so he had money to pay, you know, pay a lawyer and all that stuff. Like I said, he blew up and went to jail. Um, so he's he's home now. He's bigger than he was even then. So he's making more money now, doing a bunch of shows all the time. It seems like, however, imagine I think he's like 19, 18. I think eight. I don't think 19. I think he's 17, 18. One of them. I think he got four kids already. Um, not not time. You know, shame or, or put it like a, I'm just giving you his background. Um, from New Orleans, so he's a southern kid. And um, he has this girlfriend, um, and it seems like they have this kind of weird relationship. Now, early on, I think I, when I spoke about it before, it was a, situ- a situation where he wanted to, the story was, I don't know the facts behind it, but the story was that he wanted to have relations with another woman. So he kicked her out the hotel, out the hotel room. She had to sleep in the lobby. And one of the persons that worked in the hotel took a picture of her in the lobby, um, posted on social media, and it became this big thing. And I think she ended up talking about it. Like going live or something like that, kind of explaining and saying this is what happened, this is what happened. So most of the story was true, you know. She did sleep in the in the lobby, but in her to her in her argument, she was saying that she just wanted to. So we take that for whatever it is, you know. what I'm saying we heard that story before. Um, so now recently, um, it's a video surfaced of it's like it seems like hotel footage, and it looks like him and her, you know, young boy, young boy and his girlfriend, and. It seen he's seen like body slamming her and pretty much like dragging her out the whole hallway for some reason like really manhandling her. All right, it didn't look very pleasant to say the least. And um, I'm just sometimes speaking without joking because I don't play. I don't think this is like anything with domestic violence isn't funny. I'm a real advocate for uh, females keeping their hands to themselves and men keeping their hands to themselves, unless it's in a pleasurable way. Of course, by all means, get your role on if both parties are consenting. But you know, in a in a sense of abuse or just uh the physicality of it of combat or, or or being like fighting or something like that. Nah, I think keep your hands to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because people are gonna defend themselves. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of who you are. And so th- this this is what's going on in the video. And I don't know how the footage got out. I don't know if these hotels are just looking at things he's doing and putting it out just to put it out. But nonetheless, it's out and it came out. And this, I want to play. I want to play her response actually because I want to. This is if you if you could look it up, go on Instagram or I can't put the link in there, but you can ask me for the link. I seen the link of the actual hotel footage or whatever. You can go to Shade Room and type in NBA Young Boy. I think all this stuff will come up. Or just hit me up. I'll give you you know the the links to it. But I'm gonna play this clip real quick and come back to y'all. So give me a second. Let me find this clip. All right, I got it. Now I do want y'all to when you, when you listen to this. I, you have to see the video, so you might want to see it once you listen to it to see how she looks and what she's saying. But like I said, the video is very telling. You can tell it's dumb too, and it's clearly it's dumb too because she made the response video. But listen to her, what she says, and give me a take on it. About these false allegations about what went on with me and Control. That's NBA Young Boy. First Contrell. of all, in the hallway, we were playing. We were playing. He said, No, I'm sad. Control, I bet you can't pull me. I bet you can't pull me. I'm stronger than you. You know, just playing with him. Just playing on his top. You feel me? I bet you can't pull me. Haha, <laughs> I'm stronger than you. He was like, Janine, you're not stronger than me. So if you see in the video, he said, Nini, come here. Nini, come here. Nini, come here. So, I mean, that video is us playing. What's the difference between this video 
of us playing in the video in the airport of us playing when I had that red jacket on. And as soon as we saw people watching us playing, we waved. We wave and smile. That's how we play about these false allegations. Okay, about so I think this is this replay of it. But yeah, um, <laughs> that was her response video to the, to whatever happened. I, uh, athlete, NBM boy, he actually is in jail right now. Matter of fact, I think he got locked up um, like a, a couple of days after that. Not regarding that. I think it felt like some kind of kidnapping charge. I don't know what the hell he got going on, but I don't follow the dude like that. But I know... I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of music, so I know that he's somebody that's uh, important right now, at least for the time being. Um, and he got some some nice songs. I'm not going to lie and say he's just trash. But um, regardless of the fact, it has nothing to do with this. Um, the reason why I even played that, because I wanted to know, like, um, if anybody could tell me, because uh, she, she seemed like a young young girl. He's young, I think 17, 18, so she had to be like 16, 17 maybe. Um, clearly... I haven't seen her around no family, so I'm just assuming she don't have no. Maybe this is somebody that's taking care of her. And I want to know, like, is, is it is, am I tripping or is it like she seems like she's somewhat naive? She could tell she's young by how she's talking. And if you see the video, just her interaction with the camera and the stuff she's doing. But do you think at that age, you 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 think you got it all mapped out? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, or maybe she don't know what like I guess love is or how, how she was to be treated. Maybe she never had a man in her life. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses for her, like, of her denseness, because it seems like she's a little dense to me. But I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to think of reasons why she may think this is okay. Like, why she may think uh, being treated that way is okay as far as, because he, I mean, I, I've seen him on live. I've seen him on videos. He's very disrespectful. I've seen him in a video with her, the actual girl that's, um, that's his girlfriend now, and his um, kid's mother. And I think he was trying to get the girlfriend to slap her, slap the kid's mother. Mind you, they're all in the same room, all because they was joking. I think their mother said, a, a, the, the baby mom said a joke. It was something stupid. But anyway, he tried to get her to slap her. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he been, he, he does that. And, um... So he must be one of them clown ass dudes that like to just have violent all the time, whatever. I'm just curious on what y'all think. What's, if y'all can give me some reasons why she might think it's okay, and I'm not trying to shame her because I know people are young and they do they do be in these kind of relationships and they don't know any better, or it's not that they know any better. They just naive, or they don't have the mental capacity to get up and leave, or the person that they're with are just mentally uh, stronger and smarter than them. Or in this situation, I feel like it's just the money. Like he's getting money pretty much every night, probably getting you know uh, ten to twenty thousand, probably more than that a night to perform at these little clubs and stuff like that. So he might be getting fifteen racks, uh, twenty thousand. Let's say he getting fifteen, you know, three four nights of the week. You know what I'm saying? That's sixty thousand right there. Or oh, that's, that's that's just show money though. You know what I'm saying? Not even. You know, and he she probably he, he probably t- you know, bring her to a, a, a different lifestyle. But I wonder, at that age, do you do you realize that, you know, the, the the do you weigh it? Like, do you say, okay, I'm gonna put up with this because I got, I'm gonna get this? Are, are you? Are, is she does she come from nothing? So she just happy to have something? Like, I want I, I'm, I want y'all to tell me what you think this could possibly be, and put yourself in in, in those shoes at that age, and anything you was going through, or if you went through something like this. Why did you stay through it? You know what I'm saying? I want I just want opinions. I'm not trying to like shame her. Only because I seen on social media people was trying to at her and tell her, you need to leave, you need to do this, da 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 da. And I had this conversation with my cousin the other day. It's like, um I, I always wonder should people um on the internet like intervene and 
I think yes, they should because obviously internet is like your own domain, so you can say what you want to say. I do feel like she needs somebody to say something. So I feel like the more people saying it, more people think they saying it, doing this, doing that, doing that, it's the better because every time she go live or she go on Instagram, her comments, she might put a picture of her maybe looking nice or something, and somebody gonna say you need to leave young boy, you need to do this, or you know it might be something that she see that hit her and say this is this is what I needed to to hear. You know what I'm saying? You never know. So I'm not gonna say people in the internet shouldn't intervene, but as a as a family member, what do you say to somebody like that? Like I had I had a, somebody on other, a couple weeks ago, and we was talking not on a not on air, but just off air. And then I talked to my cousin about two weeks back because I had a cousin that had a video go viral where she was getting she got beat up on camera, not by her dude, but pretty much by her dude because it was her it was his sister, but he pretty much egged it on and. Allowed it to happen, you know what I'm saying? They hit it with a bat, you know. It's like it was. It's, it's really it's to see a cousin go through that is really disheartening, you know what I'm saying? But talk to my family, they were saying, "Well, we can't do nothing at this point because we didn't try everything. We didn't, you know. It's like they didn't put their neck out there and did stuff to this man or did this and did that. And it's like you know, if you keep going back, you know, what do you do? So I ask this question because you know, when you got family members that are in abusive relationships. Every time something happens to them, like, at one point, do you be like, okay, well, I can't do nothing no more? You know what I'm saying? Well, you be like, well, you're not listening to me, so I can't help you anymore. I can't I can't give you advice because you're not listening. Or I can't step to this man because I already stepped to this man three, four times and beat him up. And you went back to him every time. So at this point, I feel like if I go to jail, I'm going to be in jail, stick, stick, sitting behind jail on account of you know, defending my family. And you're going to be with this nigga you know, or with this, you know, with this dude or whatever. So... I want to know what y'all take on that. Like, what what y'all think about that? Because me personally, I haven't had a situation like that where somebody I would actually do it for, like my sister. Um, they all pretty much been strong enough. I, I don't like to use the word smart enough because I feel like I'm not trying to say anybody's dumb for staying in that situation. I think at that time you just mentally unprepared for whatever you're going through. But um, dumb is like a, a, a is a strong word. But mentally, the female um. My female siblings that I have, my sibling, I'm sorry, or my female family members that I have, um, most of them have been uh, of, of the mental capacity to not be in that situation or just straight out leave that situation. But I know it's a bunch of things that go into it, uh, whether you are attractive or your self-esteem, um, you know, what you're able to pull up, put up with and stuff like that. I know all that go into it. So for me personally, I, I couldn't imagine if my sister going through something like that, you know what I'm saying, like in a physical abuse. I don't, I don't know. Um, me personally, obviously, you know, it's, it's whatever we gonna we gotta do, what we gotta do. But this is just, I don't know, it just to 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 see the video and hear how she was explaining it as if it was, everything was okay, and it could be, I don't know, you know what I'm saying. But how many times we seen movies where females do act like everything is okay when it really ain't? So how can you gauge whether when something is really okay or when something is really really bad? So I I think it's, it's always best to assume it's bad and then be wrong. I'd rather be wrong assuming that. It's a bad situation, then, then to 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 risk you know not being right and just saying no, it's, it's okay, they're just, they're just playing. But I'm wrong about that. I'll be wrong the other way before I be wrong that way. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm okay with that. Um, so just give me. I want y'all to take on that the young boy thing. Um, and I only say young boy because he's the popular one. She's not. But if you think of reasons why she may think this is okay or reasons why she may be acting like this, whether it's age, whether it's the financial. Uh, 
arrangement she might have with him, the fact that he, you know, his money, he's a rapper, maybe it's the fame she's getting from him, maybe she like the fans, I don't know, if she feel like if he get another girlfriend, then they don't care about her no more, is it the new age social media, is it the new generation, is it, like, what's your, what the, what, tell me all the things you think of why this could possibly be okay to her, is it the way she was explaining it? You know what I'm saying? So give me that real quick. I'm going to get into this jail port real quick so we can get to the other stuff I'm going to get into. So give me one second. Let me find this beat. Let's get to it. Let's get to this real quick. Um, all right, which y'all the fools and did this week in Augusta? All right, first one. Let's read the first one. Here we go. <clears throat> mom jailed after pre-K son brings loaded gun to school. An Augusta mom was arrested Wednesday after her five-year-old son showed up to Southside Elementary School with a loaded gun in his book bag. According to a warrant, 22-year-old Quiniquita, Quiniquita, Quin, we gonna call it QC. Her last name is Cole. Uh, 22-year-old QC actually placed a semi-automatic handgun in her son's book bag Monday night, and he took it to school with him the next day. She was arrested Wednesday, but bonded out by Thursday, according to jail reports. A letter to the parents from Southside Principal Tanya Bradburn says that the teacher discovered the handgun and immediately reported it to the administration and school police. Please take this opportunity to speak to your child about the importance of school safety and the appropriateness of items they bring to school, Bradburn told parents. Uh, this lady is 22 years old. She was charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor. So, I don't know if that's a, a huge charge or not, and good research on that, but that's kind of crazy. Uh, she got a nose ring. It looks kind of wild. It doesn't really fit her face. I don't... That has nothing to do with this, I guess, though, right? But, um... Okay, let's see the other one. Augusta man charged in a deadly knife attack. Uh, not, not reading that. Um, anything with deadly, I try not to read, to be honest with you. Uh, okay, here we go. DNA links fell into random attack on young mother. Hmm. It says here, Hesper Rape is caught four years later. Thanks to DNA, Richmond County authorities have locked up a convicted felon and a 2014 sexual assault on a young Hesper mother. Darnell Oliver, 33, was arrested last Friday for felony rape. A rape kit from 20-year-old mother was linked to Oliver, who was in the system as a convicted felon and thief. The rape occurred outside a Hesper home September 2014. Wow, that's a long time ago. The victim told officers that had carried. No, the victim told officers that she carried her seven-month-old daughter to the shed in the back of her home. She turned the light on, observed the black male. He asked, "Where's your boyfriend?" She said, "He's on the way." He pushed her to the ground and said, "Don't make any noise. I just want to have sex with you." He pulled the pants down, hat in the corpuscular. He then got up. Took her phone and walked away. This is a bold nigga. He's walking away from him. That's crazy. Um, the victim went to doctor's hospital for treatment and had a rape kit. It's unclear why it took so long to link them to the crime. He has been out of prison for a while, according to the online records. Georgia has struggled to keep up with rape kits and timely DNA testing. That's not cool, man. Uh, I actually feel sad reading that. Like, that's crazy that the state is known for not keeping up with rape kits. It's all the stuff going on in the world. That's one thing you need to actually have. This is something that can put people behind bars without no police work, really. It's just it's just kind of odd that they didn't, they wouldn't stay on top of that. Um. Okay, it says, party planner is arrested for stalking. Victim says he took credit for her work. Okay, this is going to be funny. 
Columbia County authorities have arrested local, local party planner for harassing women who does similar work. Bakari, I know Bakari, this is kind of weird, has been charged with misdemeanor stalking. This victim owns an event planning company, and she says Willis hired her for a flooring job, but Willis soon began taking credit for her work. After she told Bakari that she would not let him claim her work, he began posting pictures of her work online anyway and claiming it as his, as well as making derogatory posts about her. Bakari then began calling her and texting her, stating he was going to come to her house. Bakari with the shits, ain't he? Uh, <laughs> the victim said she went... Whoa, what the f- What kind of music is this? You bugging. My music back, man. Yeah. The victim said she went. She sent the suspect a text message on December 21st and told him to stop contacting her. She then contacted a lawyer who told her to file a report. Willis was arrested last week after the woman obtained a warrant against him. Okay, for stalking. That's kind of, kind of boring. Um, let's read this one. It says, no Happy Meals at this Grove Town restaurant. Fire McDonald's worker breaks his old boy's car and window with a rock. Okay, this is going to be kind of juicy. Let's see. A fire McDonald's employee shattered his boss's car window in revenge on Monday, authorities said. Bernard Bogans, 26, returned to the Grovetown restaurant and argued with his boss, Yolanda Willis, about being fired. The sheriff's office was called and a deputy was not... Oh, a deputy told him not to return. But Bogans returned two hours later because he was with the shits. Uh, according to the sheriff's report, he was seen throwing a large rock at a 2008 Toyota Camry, shattering her windshield. When a deputy made contact with Bogans, he was in possession of a kitchen knife. The officer asked suspect what his intentions were to do with the knife. His response was, I wanted a gun so I could come back and shoot everyone at McDonald's. And when I couldn't find a gun, I bought a knife so I could stab everyone. <laughs> this guy's wild, man. <laughs> It's a wonder McDonald's hired him. Bogus has convictions for aggravated assault, terroristic threats, unlawful conduct during 911 call, online court records say. Um, he actually has a cross side too. I'm not trying to say they should have like not hired him, but I'm, this wasn't a good hire. I, I guess we can all agree on that, right? Uh, yeah, whatever. It says Martinez's dad punches young son for laughing. Okay, it's kind of weird. Uh, I know this guy, matter of fact, he's, he's an actor in somebody's, somebody's show. Um, but I'm not going to say the show here. Uh, it says Martinez's dad was arrested for abusing, for bruising his daughter with a belt and blacking the son's eye with his fist. Michael Dove, the second, told victim's mother that he would discipline the children the way he wanted to. <laughs> A sheriff report says. But the victim's mother called the cops because the injuries that she discovered Thursday after picking up the school, picking up the children from school. The 14-year-old daughter said her father struck her repeatedly with a belt when she mentioned that she forgot to turn an assignment at school. The belt attack left her a bruise on her arm, thigh, and chest. The 11-year-old son told authorities that he was laughing at his younger brother's joke when his father told him to stop. He could not stop laughing and his father became very angry and punched him in the eye, stomach, and back. The report says the attack left the boy with a swollen eye. Dub was arrested Tuesday and charged with two counts of cruelty to children and causing excessive physical or mental pain. Wow. Um, that's tough, man. It's actually tough when you see somebody on, on, on the film a lot. And then to, to read this is like, like night and day. But that just goes to show you, man. You think you know somebody, you know? 
I say this, you better keep your hands to yourself, man, with these kids. It's getting outrageous, man. But, you know, discipline your kid how you want to. But all I'm saying is every time I'm in the jail report, every time I'm looking in the jail report, at least, I see I see one of these cases. I just hate, I hate it for it to be somebody I know. You know what I'm saying? Especially when everybody I know that got kids are pretty much good parents. It's a lot of people in the jail report, though, I tell you that. Niggas in here for marijuana possession. Yeah. Fake drug dealers. Uh, yeah, I'm done with that. That's enough. Yeah, so turn the turn fucking music off. Turn, turn it, yeah. All right, so that's it with the Jira Report. Um, that was my segment for the week. I'm not sure if everybody, or anybody listening to my podcast or fans of the Breakfast Club, but I spoke about it on the Fire Nights podcast. It was going to drop Wednesday, so make sure you check that out and go like the Fire Nights um, SoundCloud page. That podcast will no longer be under the More Masters page. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have its own page, so... Make sure you go follow and like that. But yeah, um, not to speak on it too much, but she pretty much came to the Breakfast Club finally. Uh, she was wondering to ask Charlamagne the God why uh, he got dunk- why she got dunked today. The interview was was cool. I like I like all the interviews, so it was pretty cool to me. I I did want Monique to go up there and just do something different, you know, do some, not something different, but do something, you know, com- com- comedic. Um, she went up there and she seemed very serious, like she had a point to prove. Um, the majority is, is it's already ruled in that favor. Nobody's in that favor of, of actually um, you know, boycotting Netflix with Monique. And no disrespect to Monique, I'm I'm done really talking about her or trying to like downplay her. Cause I, I said a lot of jokes on that podcast about it. So if you want to hear more about that particular how I feel about the interview and her per se, listen to that podcast and I, I'll share it this week. But I just want to say, you know, when when I see comedians do interviews on Private Club, majority of the comedians are funny. So the interview is pretty funny, right? And I think that, that that says a lot about you as a comedian, about what you can do. You can go in a room and make that room your stage. She had no jokes in this interview. It was like everything was just so serious. So it's like even if people were going to check for you, it's like you're not really giving us room to check for you because everything you're doing is serious now. Like what are you? Are you going to be the, the drama, Monique? Or are you going to be like the drama actor, Monique? Or are you going to be... uh uh the the Miss 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 Parker Monique, the funny Monique, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like the deal she went from Netflix, she went the funny deal, right? So she needs to try to work her way back into that. Everything is so much drama. Now I'm not gonna lie, I am somebody that, you know, <laughs> the term daddy doesn't really affect me. Like when I was younger, I always thought like I don't want anybody to call me that, you know, da 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 da. Um, it's cool. Like I like, you know, I I'm with that, you know what I'm saying? Um I, that's my thing. But the whole interview, I mean, like, I don't mind somebody calling me dad, like, you, you know, having sex or just, you know, playfully or when you, you know, when it, when you got to, like, tell them what to do or something like that. You're like, you know, an authoritative joke or I'm giving orders or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Cool. I don't know if I want them to call me that, like, you know, 30 times back to back just just in the conversation. That's what she was doing. That, that was mad annoying. Like, she kept calling her husband daddy the whole conversation. Like, I got an aunt like that that does that to my uncle. Even around family, it's like, she said, hey, daddy, like, all day. Like, just how she say it, it's just, it's like, fam, you know, grandma right here. Like, you can call him Carl. She named him. She named him. His mom right here. Right here. She named him Carl. Maybe you want to call him that a few times. Maybe just, maybe throw three calls in during the day. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, um, that was kind of annoying to me. So, I, I wanted to brush past that. But, yeah, check the podcast out. We talked about that in the podcast. Um. Seven seconds. I want. I gotta. I gotta talk about seven seconds for a second. Um, 
Seven Seconds is a show on Netflix. I thought it was a movie. My coworker, Miss Gail, she told me about it one morning. I ain't going to lie. I thought she was just talking trash and not talking trash, but just really like just talking, just to saying, hey, see this, da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, what you know about movies? She was right. Um, this this is definitely this is definitely the shit. Um, it's a 10-episode, I think 10-episode uh, season out. I started watching it on Saturday. I'm at episode 9 right now. When I finish this podcast, I'm going to upload it. I'm going to go take a shower maybe um i'm saying it i'm gonna take a shower i might i don't know i, f- I want to though if i can finish it on time i want to take a shower and then watch the last 30 minutes and then go to sleep because i'm midway through the ninth episode then i have one more episode tomorrow to finish but anyway seven seconds is um it's a, it's a dope show i can't give you the what it's about but pretty much i'll say this you know it's a boy he gets hit a black boy by some white by a white cop the white cops pretty much leave him for dead and and just say, you know, go about your business and pretty much lead a, lead a nigga out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, they thought he was dead. He wasn't dead. And that, that should be enough for the plot for y'all to want to go watch it at that point. It's, it's an up north thing, so it's New Jersey. You know, it's in, based in New Jersey. So it's a lot of snow and stuff. It's in the wintertime, obviously. Um, but I, what I like about the show, I'm not, I'm not giving you more of the plot. I'll say this. You got you got a scorning mother. You got... um. A, 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 a prosecutor, a DA, with, with with stuff in her closet and just her own baggage in her own life. You got detectives that think of every black kid's a banger. You got these cops that just feel like they're above the law. You got there's so much stuff you got in this show um, that is well that is well put together. It's just dope, man. To be honest with you, I'm not even gonna hold you. It's just dope. Um, so if you can check that out, check that out. But I wanted to talk about a few things that that that. This show actually made me realize, and like, damn near everything is a scam. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think we think of think of it that way until we see it or we have to come across it. But damn near everything is a scam. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. This one one take I'll say like when they finally got the boy to the hospital in the show, and I know art imitates life, so I'm using the show to really. I'm, I'm assuming that, not even assuming. I'm knowing that uh, this stuff happens in real life. Well, you have a, a a kid on life support, right? And then you got the person that works in the financial uh, department of the hospital, and you're signing on life support for two days, and they're telling you, okay, it's going to cost this much to keep them. Like, they they run the numbers to you. Can you pay this? This is how much it's going to cost. This is how much it's going to cost. If you do this, if you pull a plug, like, you 10 hours into seeing your child, he's on life support, not breathing, using the machine to breathe. The last thing you want to you wanna hear about is money, like, you got a job, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got insurance. Last thing you want to hear about is some money, but that's that's how the hospital, it's a business, so that's how it has to go, right? Um, that sucked. Um, when you think about trials, I was talking earlier about, um, you know, the, the guy um, with, the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the rape charge, or even in, in general, just people getting these, getting these um, you know, skimpy little deals just to go to jail because the city wants their um, conviction rate to be very high, whatever it can be, and now you got somebody that supposed to be in jail for 30 years, just getting two years because that's what he pleaded into, and they don't want to go to court. They want to save money. You know, it's like you either want to save the world or you want to save money, and that's crazy to me when it comes to trial and stuff like that. So you have these situations where other things happen. So let's say I'm a, I'm a killer, I'm a murderer, I get caught up with something, I should get 30 years, but I'm pleading to something, then just because the, the, the state wants me to... Uh, not because state wants me to stay off me this deal. I got a good lawyer, so they count and say, look, you can give him two years, da da da. He'll do this in probation. They say, you know what? It'd be cheaper just to go that route, and we get a conviction rate, so everybody wins. Let's do that. 
Mind you, I'm a killer now, right? So I go do my two years, I come back out, I kill some more people. I kill somebody else. I kill a little girl or something like that. I probably wouldn't kill that little girl if I got that 30 years I should have gotten in the first place if you just paid the money to, to, to do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? But since we want to take these shortcuts, now a little girl is dead because I'm out of jail when I should be behind bars away from society. So it it, show, it shows that part of it, and I, I had to think about that part a little bit. I like I liked I like that. Um, it was one part where it's like they they sh- they could they could try people or something like that, and just you know charge them with this, charge them with that. But you got people running for election, and they don't want like you know their numbers is down. So you got to play politics with certain cases. So if you got a a, a, a white cop with a, with a black kid, like you have to play it. It's funny that like, it's it's crazy how you have to play it. You got to really play it by. What's gonna best suit you? Not what's best for the community or best for that, best for that that that, that black kid that's that's dead family, but you're doing what's best for your numbers and in, in, in you running for this position, you running for whether it's senator, mayor, whatever, chief executive. I don't know what the position might be, but in in any event, you know what I'm saying. But it it really paints a picture of how like you know what I like about the movie the most, well I like about the show the most, is the picture paints of uh people in positions having. To deal with everyday everyday life stuff as because they're human as well. So, whereas you have a, a prosecutor, right? And she got all these cases because she got a not pro, yeah she prosecuting these people. So she got a, she got all these cases or whatever. But she got her own life. You know what I'm saying? Where she might be uh, uh, a heavy drinker. You know what I'm saying? She might just be a heavy drinker. So she's doing her own personal problems. So it's like you think about that and the fact that most of the people in the position are you know. Everybody's human. So even if you're a lawyer, a judge, a cop, a, a prosecutor, a DA, a detective, a mother, a son, like you're all human. You know what I'm saying? So you're not exempt to, for having your own personal issues. I like the fact that it showed that um in 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 in, in the uh epi- in in the season. So I thought that was dope. The way they put it together is just crazy. Um, shout out to Netflix because my favorite show right now is actually The Shy, which is on Showtime, and I watched this this and I watched this uh this season very rather quickly because I just started watching it Saturday, and I must say like Netflix I, what they doing is phenomenal because like to be able to binge watch something, it's like the dopest thing ever. Because imagine watching this if anybody that watched it already give me a take on it, but imagine watching this week after week. Like you know how crazy when you could binge watch something, you know how crazy it is to really want to watch it week after week. I really want shows like Power. Insecure, um, the shy. I want a show like that to actually come to Netflix, just for the sole fact that I want to. I like to binge watch something. I want to watch it that weekend and be on to something else. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, Seven Seconds is something that I would recommend anybody check out. I always try to put people on shows when I when I'm doing my podcast because I only. I'm a movie person. I'm a junkie with movie. I watch shows every now and then. I listen to music. So there's three things I could put you on very quickly. You know what I'm saying? I, I just like to do it. So, yeah, make sure you do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but with I, I'll talk. One thing I do want to say, one more thing I want to say about that is relationships also. Relationships matter. I've been new that. I always said that's kind of crazy how you have the prosecutors and defense attorneys, all of them, like, doing a dinner with each other and knowing each other and being cool with each other. So it's like... It's crazy. You got the person. If you if your son has a let's say your son got killed, right, and and you got the best defense attorney, which is gonna uh, you know obviously represent the person accused of killing your son, and then you got one of the best prosecutors, which is the person that's gonna prosecute you know the you know the guy or whatever. It's like 
You it would have, would have, would have been the best two of of each world, like the the defense attorney and the prosecutor, were their best friends. So I, I mean, I mean by that, you know, relationships matter. So it's like you look, you wonder why the person that killed your son or the person that did this to your daughter, or the person that uh, burglarized your house or your business, get this get this, this this low sentence or get this slap on the wrist for something you feel like they should have got the maximum time for. Relationships matter in, 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 in that business of, of the judicial world, of the law enforcement. Relationship matters. I might know somebody, and because I know that lawyer, and that lawyer owes this lawyer a favor, whereas I, I did this, that, and the third, I should get 30 years. I'm going to get five now because that lawyer owed my lawyer a favor. So when they when they say, hey, we'll do this, and he'll, he'll plead guilty to this, they're going to be like, all right, cool, but we even now. And that's, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's fucked up to think about because... There's people out there that really want justice served for a lot of crimes that they have to deal with or that affects them directly. And because of, quote-unquote, relationships within uh, you know, law enforcement and just the, the, the whole judicial system, sometimes they're not allowed to see that. And this 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 show also gives a a good 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 glimpse of that, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, just watch the show if you can. It's on Netflix. If you ain't got, I know we not boycott Netflix, right? We 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 off that. We not with Monique. So if you if you against Monique, nah, I'm just fucking with you. But if you are not really uh, protesting Netflix with Monique, give it a watch. I'm I'm pretty sure you gonna watch the first episode and you probably gonna watch the first three. I'm telling you right now. Um, what else we got? Oh, this should I? Uh, I mean, I want to play. I'll play a little snippet for y'all real quick. It's this this, this girl, Jess Hilarious, whom I don't think is funny at all. I'll be honest with you, I know a lot of y'all like her. She's not funny to me. I just never got into her. Um, people saying she's pretty now. That's that's you know give or take, whatever. She do a lot of joking back and forth. I mean, she's she might be funny to some people. She's not funny to me. But you know, comedy is subjective. But she had this little post about uh, people being black or not black and. I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to say a little piece. I want y'all to take on it. And then I'm going to end with what I want to end with. But if I can find this shit, I got to start putting this shit in my thing, man. Because I can't be finding it sometimes. Oh, here we go. All right. So here we go. I'm play it. Until it's time to be black. Now, everybody knows what that means. Everybody want the... Okay, so listen. Check this out. My last post, I said everybody want to be black until it's time to be black. Mm-hmm, now, everybody mm-hmm. knows what that means. Everybody want the, the swag. Everybody want the culture, the athleticism and shit. But when it comes down to the struggles and the shit that black people go through because of the skin, that's the shit that they want to leave behind. But again, this is shit that everybody knows already. Now, if you mixed with black, that's fine. That's okay. But no. That you're black and something. You know what I'm saying? You're not all black. Again, that's not a problem. But I feel like, why can't we have something for ourselves? The all black people. You got white, you got black, Asian, Hispanic, mixed. And I left others out, but y'all get what I'm saying. If every ethnicity was grouped with the rest of their ethnicity, where would the mixed people go? In the mixed group. I shouldn't be came at for this video because I feel like mixed people... Or mixed, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got your, that's your, y'all got your own shit, y'all mixed. All right, let me stop. I, I can't listen to that shit no more. I'm beyond with you. I just played it because I had a list of things, and this is one I just grabbed off the topics. Now that I played it, I wish I didn't. Um, <laughs> she confused the hell out of me when she was talking about. She just stick to jokes, it, it, or work on your jokes because you're not finding me. But stick to jokes. I definitely like you for. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes people. I ain't gonna say. I mean, let me take that back. I ain't gonna say stick to jokes because. 
you can always, you know, get dibble and dabble in different areas. I just feel like with this, she should have been more transparent what she was trying to say. Cause I'm still, I, I think, I, I think I get what she's trying to say, but I'm still lost. But if y'all know what she's trying to say, please let me know, cause I'm just lost on that, please. Um, but yeah, she's not very funny to me. I wanted to end it with the um. Everybody talking about this right now, and I don't know if this is something that's real going to happen, but, you know, we had the, the shooting of the schools, and then I think another shooting at the school or something like that, and now people are, <laughs> people. somebody has come with this idea that teachers uh, should have guns, and uh, I wanted to speak on that real quick because I don't know who, who came with that idea. I don't know if that's a real idea or a real thing. Uh, i seen some funny memes, though. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think I'm going to make the, the cover art one of the funny memes I've seen. But I, I just want to I want to know this. <laughs> I, I, need, I have to know this. Why, who, who, who would ever make that a good idea for teachers to have guns when the people that are actually trained to have guns don't know what to do with, with the guns that they have? So what, what, what I'm saying is you put you got cops. They go to the shooting range. They probably get free shooting range, I'm assuming. Um, they go to all this training um, to 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 tell them or show them how to react in certain situations. They get the, this top of line training for that stuff. They have everyday experience. Um, you know, they get all the works and they get to carry the gun. You know what I'm saying? And have their service gun at all of them at all times. And then we still have these cases of um, innocent people being shot, unarmed uh, people being shot. And I'm saying people, but y'all know what I mean. Black people, obviously, but um. It happens daily, you know, daily it happens. It's my innocent uh, getting shot or at the hands of police, whatever. So I, I'm thinking about that and all the training they receive, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why the hell would I want the, a teacher to have a gun? I just don't understand. Like, like, to me, I don't understand that because, and I guess maybe because the schools I grew up in, niggas wasn't bringing guns to shoot the whole school up, you know what I'm saying? If you brought a gun, it probably the hand of your business and, and do something stupid to a particular person. That's what my my race does. I don't know what everybody else's race does, but I I mean I didn't grow around niggas that wanted to shoot the school up, so I don't know. But what I will say is, I don't know how much even even if that was the case. Let's say teachers did get guns, right? How, how would that how would what, what is that stopping or what is that helping? Because all that's gonna happen now is instead of having uh uh, uh Columbines, we're gonna have more innocent black kids dying. Like I seen a meme. It wasn't this one wasn't funny, but it was like uh, a teacher pointing a gun at a student, pretty much saying like, "I fear for my life." And I'm thinking about when I was in school, all the substitutes we had, and you know when people act bad in class, is that and third? It is sometimes you got football players or you know just big niggas in school where they are bigger than teacher. You don't think a teacher gonna clap that nigga so quick? I mean, you think a teacher about to lose a fight? How many? <laughs> How many videos we see online now where teachers just can't even control themselves enough to not fight a student? So where we see teachers actually fighting students. How many of the videos we see where students are actually whooping the teacher's ass? Me as a teacher, I mean, I'm just I'm just going off what we always taught coming up in, in, in the street or my uncles or family taught. Like, if you got a gun on you and you're losing a fight, 9 times out of 10, you're not going to lose that fight because you're going to pull your gun out. 9 times out of 10, you're never going to fight because you're going to pull your gun out, which I always think was is, is like the thing to do anyway. Like, if I got a gun, why am I fighting you? It just made no sense. But that's just me. But if you got a gun, you're going to pull it out instead of fighting. That's just how it goes. So I don't see... I don't. I just don't. I don't see the the the, the smartness of that. And I'm not saying that it was somebody in, in political office that said this was a thing, but this was a recurring topic on Facebook for the last week and a half. But I just I hadn't done a podcast, so I didn't talk about it. But I don't see no benefits 
no benefits at all to teachers having guns in school. You know, because it's not, it's not a, in my area, my, the inner city, that's not a problem we have. We have, we have, we have guns in, in, in school or letting teachers have guns is not what we need. We need teachers to have a, a bigger budget. That's what we need, not guns. And that's crazy to me also, like, this would even be a topic because how much is it going to cost for teachers to have these guns? If, if if that was a thing, if that was even a thing, you know what I'm saying? Let's just use our imagination. Y'all know how to do that, right? Cool. So if that was a thing, how much would this cost? You know what I'm saying? You're going to get the average gun, you know, let's say let's, let's just say 500 so what if it's let's say it's uh, thirty teachers? I'm 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 just throwing a number out. Let's say it's thirty teachers there. It's fifteen. They think somebody gonna pay fifteen thousand? Like they they barely had a budget to teach the kids and get textbooks. You trying to get guns? That that makes no sense to me. And then I like like <laughs> I could just see teachers you know abusing people. Teachers already abuse the power anyway. So I I could just imagine they're gonna abuse when it comes to having a gun. You know, teachers are going to get fed up. You know, you got Daquan there acting up because he got, you know, stuff going on at home. And instead of actually finding out the issue he got going on at home or making them feel more comfortable in school or actually teaching like you should as a teacher, niggas niggas a blast, Daquan. You know, you know when I, when, I, when I came up, like, we made jokes, like, on teachers. And, you know, you put pretty much put teachers through hell. Teachers about to raise hell if they, if they had these guns. Like, it ain't going to be no more putting us through hell. You put us through hell, you're going to catch a slug in your in your neck or your, your, your leg or something like that. It's it's just, I, I, don't, see the, I don't see the point of it. And if, we, if, if this is the case, or, or rather a, a real solution that people have come, with, come up with, yeah, we got more problems <laughs> than, than teachers needing guns, man. Uh, we need people to have brains and just think way better than they're thinking. Um, yeah, but for teachers having guns, it's a no Um this is a meme. I, I think I'll make this the, the actual cover art, but it says, um, when you're acting up in your math class and then you hear a teacher load up his pistol and whisper, okay, now let's really get to subtracting. <laughs> y'all, wasn't, y'all wasn't feeling that one? Oh, damn. I thought y'all would like that, but yeah. That should have just... <laughs> it is wild, but nah, um... Yeah, I, I, I'm against that. I, I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's actually stupid. Uh, like I said, the people that's trained to have these guns and stuff can't even do right by it. So I don't know how the hell um, we're we going to ever expect uh, a, a teacher to do right by it when they're not even trained for that. Hell, they some of the teachers ain't even trained to teach. I mean, ain't even um, can't even teach, and they trained to teach, and they got three, four, five degrees in that. So, I mean, that's just my take on it. Um, I would have talked about Black Panther, but I want to talk about it with somebody somebody else seen the movie. It was dope, though. I will say that. If you ain't seen it, go see it. It's definitely worth the worth worth the um the crowdness you're gonna get. It's worth the line you might wait in. It's worth all of it. Um I liked it. I thought I thought it was dope. Um I think that's it. I don't think it's nothing else. Shout out to, like I said, North Augusta um girls champions. Um Laney and Josie girls playing Wednesday for the my money on Josie, by the way. I'm 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 uh, rooting for Josie. Just wanna throw it out there early. Um I'm not betting though, but I'm definitely rooting for Josie. Uh, you know, I'm anti Laney, of course. I think I touched on every single thing. So uh, I just play I play a song and leave it out. Um let's play some we, we, yeah, where y'all rank total at? I might start a podcast with total next next year, next week. We y'all ranking total on y'all all-time um, groups, for like girl groups, R&B. I'm pretty sure they're not very high. Oh, oh, who, I would say this. Who y'all rank better? Who do you think? Danity Kane or total? Who got, who got better hits, more hits?
I don't know. But um, Mortar Masters Podcast, your boy, man, of course. See y'all next week. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah. Established. And I don't want you rocking the fabric. Girl, I want to give you carriage till you feel you're a rabbit. Anything in your path, once you can have. Walk through the mall if you like it, you could grab. Total it all up and put it on my tab. And then tell your friends all the fun you had.
All right, don't forget to share, like, subscribe, post it on Facebook, post on your Snapchat, post it on your Twitter, and uh, spread the word, man. Morning Masters Podcast.